I'm Michelle. And I'm Stephanie. And we're lunch break. Woo! Lunch break. And of course, our usual PSA, because you know, California <laughs> is in purple now. And I'm being sarcastic about that, you guys, for those counts. Please wear a mask. We are still, and I mean still, please, America. In this in pandemic. The pandemic. <laughs> um, so yeah, wear a mask. For the mask, remember people, is not the protection for yourself. It's to protect others. And yeah. when they wear a mask, it's to protect you. And as you can tell, Stephanie and I today are recording long distance. Just, just to be extra safe. Purple too. Yes. So I'm in my house and she's at her house. Yes. That's why the audio might be a little weird this time. So bear with us. Mm-hmm. Again. <laughs> Again. We ask you at this time to... <laughs> Please. All right. <laughs> I don't know where I'm going with that. This episode uh, will be a doozy. It is yeah. the... Which is a rare third episode on a court of wings and ruins mm-hmm. yeah so we're yeah we're finishing up the third book in the series of the core and thors and roses by sarah j mass and today is episode 17 we will be talking about chapters 56 all the way to the end of the book one there's so much to say about this book there's so much and we can't there's even so- get all, all all of it like my notes i'm like missing half the book of course right because there's just too much they it's just crammed in. So we're just like doing the highlights. Yeah. And then just let us know also, even though this is episode 17, that this will be the last episode of the year. And I stress the year will definitely still be continuing the podcast. Um, Michelle and I wanted to take a month off of recording the podcast since it is getting into the holidays. And it would be a little tricky for us to meet up with COVID and planning and all that so we just wanted to have a little break and decided to end this season just felt good towards the end of the year and um so you can still catch us there and we we are going to do a live show in order to celebrate all of our new followers on instagram as well that way they can get to know us and our podcast and how we started kind of like our roots it's like a, a little digital meet and greet um so yeah uh Catch us on social media, Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. We are active on Twitter, you guys. So definitely look out for that. And we'll definitely be starting up again in January with a new book. So be ready for us. Set the scene, Michelle. All right. Last time on Dragon Ball Z, the team (laughs) found out that Jurian was a double agent. Like how Snape was a double agent for Dumbledore, but with less child abuse. Oh, (laughs) <laughs> Tamlin is like the real and then Tamlin is the real bish that we've all known to be and Elaine's fiance is a son of a bish <laughs> who let an amazing woman go because he's so small minded starting off great here guys right Woo! now they are readying for battle so they can protect their lands from Highburn all right my first thing about this, though, Elaine's fiance, I know she's real heartbroken about him, but I really don't see why she was attracted to him in the first place. Right? Like, I mean, I guess if you had no, you didn't realize fairy, fairies were, like, real, then that was a pretty good catch for her. 
No, because he's just like his dad's. But yeah, his dad is like a a true asshole. Yeah, so I I loved the slap that Nesta gave him though. Oh right. (laughs) She's like, you don't deserve her, and I was like, you know what, Nesta? I never really liked you through this whole series, but I have you get three points from me for that. Three points. (laughs) Very cool. Yeah, yeah, that was a good slap. (laughs) But. The battle scenes weren't what I expected. Same. I thought it was going to be this huge, big battle, but instead it was like much smaller battles throughout the land. And I was like, okay. Yeah. Um, I was surprisingly kind of let down by the battle scenes, though, because um, the battles were so spread out, it just made it seem like it was dragging on. Like, right? I hate like this, to- like, um, yeah. I just wanted it to end at one point. I was like, okay, cool. And they're like, all right. So then we find out Jurian's a double agent. <gasps> Let's fight this out. And then we found out that there's this battle. <gasps> Let's fight this out. Like, I feel like the battle scenes were so long. I kept going on for no reason. Like, maybe she was trying to build climax into the moments in order to bring the rest of the gang into the battlefield and kind of try to conclude things. But it just felt like a lot of ups and downs for me. Um. And it, and it wasn't even that, ex- like, they weren't even that exciting. Yeah. Yeah, like, the last book, they had the battle scene at their uh, their city, right? Remember the city battle in the last book? Yeah. Um, they, like, came in, like, the Hybern came in and attacked them unannounced. But, like, that battle was my favorite so far throughout this series because Feyre is such a badass. She, like, uses her powers and, like, actually, like, defeats one of the bad guys that we hated. Yeah, so, I don't know. Yeah, that was definitely like top tier, like one of my favorite battles from this series. Yeah, these, these so ones I was just guys, so as we realized, you know, as much as we love it, we guys probably won't. So we'll we'll have little bits here, but not make me. Um, right. Um, she doesn't even want Reese in the gang. Oh, love like, die. Yeah, you know, I, I like you. But like, she thing. won't even tell her family. Family. I'm like really hoping that maybe in like books she'll tell them. Because, yeah. like, they need to know, because they would totally support well, they her. they would. The other thing is, too, that I realized when they were talking about Moore's character development, guy, all throughout the book. Like, sure, he'd give his little, like... Yeah. And I never liked how, like, Moore kept leading him on. I'm like, come on, just cut him off. Like, you're not... It's not gonna go anywhere. It's not... Stop leading this yeah. poor dude off. Yeah. And then also, I mean, it was never really stated in the book, which is another reason I'm kind of annoyed by it. But like Cassie and Anesta, I just assume they're mates, uh, yeah. but it's firm. Right? Yeah. But it's never explicitly told. I'm like, bish, of course they're mated. Just say it. Well, because yeah. he kissed. Yeah. Sorry. Spoiler. But yeah, they, he ends up kissing her. And that was kind of melodramatic for uh-huh. me. Not gonna lie. Like, on the battlefield. And he's like, alright, we didn't have more time. I'm like, with yeah, you guys. Like, it wasn't hello? built up properly, yeah, I think. Yeah, it just, it wasn't... I'd have to say the best book throughout the whole series was the second exactly. book. <laughs> right? It was the second book. And then... And... The nice, like, emotional aspects to it, I felt my heartstrings tugging True. at. I'm starting to think that that's probably why the novella I love is out there kind of 
Maybe I wrap up low strings. Yeah. Yeah. We'll but... No. No, I'm kidding. Oh, wow. Right. <laughs> but still, I'm still kind of upset about it. Yeah. But there... she has a new book coming out next year. Oh, okay. So Sorry, it's called Court of Silver Flames, coming out February 16th, 2021. It better be good. That's three days after my birthday. Exactly. It better be good. Or I'll fight her. No, not really. But like, Ooh, you know, it actually yeah. might be about Nesta. Do I want to read about Nesta, though? <laughs> I know, right? I'm like, uh, but like, if it ties up their relationship, maybe. But I mean, like, I just feel like the whole book's gonna be angry. <laughs> exactly. I'm like, I don't want to read angry. <laughs> oh my god. But yeah, it's also like when... it looks like it's gonna be for her, maybe. Hmm. Oh, okay. interesting. But then the other thing is too, when it comes to Azriel and, and Cassian and all that. Like, they have their own character developments, but Feyre, like, first of all, she's a new Faye, and yet, what's this thing? Okay, one thing I thought, the serial, serial? Serial? Yeah, serial. Like, (sighs) hey, Siri, no. (laughs) (laughs) No, but I'm just saying, like, that thing keeps popping up. Like, whenever there's, like, a battle scene or problem, she's like, you know what I need to do? I need to find the serial. Right? I'm like, is this an annual thing now? Like, every book we're gonna have, like, we're gonna see the serial? Right. (laughs) And then she, like, summons it, but she doesn't even summon it. It just comes to her, like, by this point. It knows, like, oh, hey, I felt you. You needed me, so I'm here. I'm like, she didn't even have to try! (laughs) Right? They're like, what's up? (laughs) Right? I'm like, they were expecting it. I was like, ugh. I don't know. I just think, like, Throughout the like reading towards the end of the book, especially with all the fight scenes, I just kind of got bored of Feyre. Is that just me? Like, how did you feel? Um, not bored, just disappointed. <laughs> yeah, <I> just <laughs> because like... she's such an overpowered character, and she wasn't even used in the final battle scenes. Okay, yes, exactly. She was okay. trapped, and we're all like watching her watch things, and I'm like. Why am I trapped here? Not and I'm not experiencing anything. I'm just watching it like I'm watching TV, and this is boring. I, yeah. I wanted to speed through this part. Okay, I think you've described that perfectly because that's why I was bored. I felt like she's this she's this character that's coming to her own, learning and training her new abilities, and you're telling me she just gets trapped in the like the cauldron and she just watches like she watches the battle scene like she's watching Sunday football. Like she's like the most wow. epic parts happening and she's not even part of it. I'm like, really? You're gonna you're gonna neuter the most amazing character you have in this book series? You gotta be kidding me, Sarah. Yeah, like I got bored. I got bored of Farah. Like I think that's what and I think too it was just like I, I don't know. I would would have loved to have kind of seen her in the battle. Because I feel like a lot of it was her and her sisters behind, the, like, not behind the scenes, but on the sidelines. Because, you know, her husband, Rhysan, doesn't want her to get hurt. But she's literally just seems to be standing there, like, just watching. Even when before she was out of the cauldron or whatever, she was just like, I'm watching this battle scene. And I'm horrified <laughs> at what's happening. And I'm just yeah. like, seriously? Seriously? Ugh. All this cosmic energy, and you're trapped in this tiny little space. Right? <laughs> and then what is it with, like, oh, don't even start Nesta children. By Nesta. Like, they already discovered Nesta's powers, right? Yeah. And then, like, her, the cereal's like, use Nesta to find the cauldron. And I'm like, you obvi- obviously, yes. 
Why? Right. Why did we even have to go to the cereal for this? Like, <laughs> like, wanted to catch up. Why is this life? new information? <laughs> She's like, "How are you doing? How's life?" She just wanted to check up on her bestie, right? And they're like, "Hey, what's up, girl? How you doing?" I just, ugh, I can't. And then, like, she kills it off, and I'm like, "You killed the cereal," and I never, I didn't expect to cry like a baby when that happened. But I did, because, like, we've had this character throughout the, all of the books, and then I've grown attached to it, apparently. And now I'm <laughs> crying while I'm driving home on the freeway. Oh, my God, really? Rivers of tears. I'm like, why am I so emotionally attached to this character? I don't even know that much. I mean, she didn't even kill so silly. It wasn't even, no, I mean, it wasn't even Pharaoh that killed the serial, though. No, but, it, yeah, you're right. It was, um... It was that uh, Ianthe bitch, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. She That's- apparently got healed from her, like, Feyre mindfuckery business. Mindfuckery. And now she can, like, walk around and be like, oh, hey, actually, I want revenge. <laughs> and Feyre's so like, bitch, of- no. Right? And I'm just so tired of her character as well. Like. Well, good thing she's dead now. <laughs> like, dead, dead. Spoiler alert. <laughs> She's Sorry. Dead. Like dead dead. Like dead dead, because you know, I finally. Right? I mean, I was tired of her. Like she, first she was there in the beginning to like hold on. Oh, okay. Sorry, I thought it was a giant spider. <laughs> oh shit. But like first she's there to kind of like help when we first met Ianthe. To like seem to help Feyre, only to realize that she was just manipulating her. And then, like, I can't. I just... Ugh. And then, don't even get me started with Tamlin. Don't even get me started with Tamlin. Did I say don't get yeah, me started with Yeah, flop- this flip-flopping bish. Well, <laughs> he's flip-flop. I wouldn't say he's flip Like, Tamlin is a character... Okay, so I know I'm skipping a little bit ahead, but it felt a little bit like... Copying? Cities. It felt like... Yeah, t- yeah. Tale of it was, mm, like you know, yeah. like like if, for anybody who hasn't read it, it's classic. Um, I remember reading it in, in high school, being kind of annoyed. But one of the characters, uh, he look he's like a like a complete look like to the main love interest. Mm-hmm. But, you know, he his love will never be returned to him, and in order to save, oh, you know, the love of his life's fiance, in order to save his life, he turns himself in to like plot twist anybody who wants to read it. And he sacrifices himself. And I felt like that was a little bit what Tamlin was doing in this scene. Where, like, he came to rescue her in spite of, like... He was almost like a little double agent himself working for the enemy. Oh, my God. Yeah. Like, the Flash... Like, you have Jurian being a double agent. Like, that was interesting. I like that. that, And then we have Tamlin being it. I was like, that's a little too much, Sarah. Come on. Like, you only need one. Double. was a good plot twist. Like, that was double... a good one, but Tamlin yes. was like kind of like, eh, kind of watered down. Yeah, I, he was the plot twist nobody asked for. Right? <laughs> and honestly, like, uh, he, like he wasn't surprising at all. I no. mean, he was still kind of annoying because he was still going around being a giant baby and like gaslighting a bunch of other characters. Mm-hmm. But you're just like, Come on, man! Like she doesn't want you. Like she doesn't want you. And you, I kind of wish he, was he not like happy with him. Just 
stayed bad or was good or just died because like at the Ooh. end I, I don't know the ending of this book is just a mess <laughs> tell me about it oh okay we skipped a whole part because I'm looking at the notes right here that we have is it me or did it feel a little bit like okay Feyre get in get out be done get, out. get in oh look this is girl who's in trouble I gotta save her you're like save her I, gotta... I, was, I was yelling at her I was like bish stick to your mission stick to your mission well the other thing I didn't understand okay cross that the thing oh no, okay, yeah sorry, I felt Claire. bad for I get this that. girl so yeah I felt like I understand why she wanted to save um that girl who was I don't want to say strung up, but like strung up there because she felt so guilty about the Claire situation. But oh my God, she she risked everybody's life to to do that. And at the same time, if she hadn't done that, Azrael's wings would have been fucked up. Like she, I hope she realizes that she legit risked her uh, her family's life to save one person just because of her own guilt. Yeah, I said it. Yeah, it's pretty it. fucked up right there. I mean, yeah, she saved it. It's because she has a, a human heart, but a fae body. And I'm starting to think that can get really confusing. Yeah, and I'm like, she should have stuck to her mission instead of going to it. But I understand having a human heart. Like, you can't just, like, let someone be tortured if you can help them, you know? True. But, yeah, it came as a price, as we saw. Ugh. What is it? I know. We what do you talked- think of? Um, I have a question for you. What do you think of Tamlin saving Feyre, though? Um, I still to go back on the tale of two cities. I still part of me, my heart broke a little bit because you know he's doing it because he does genuinely love her. Yeah. He just doesn't love her the right way because, and I think that's an interest. Like even I thought that was pretty interesting because, in the sense that. He was still toxic. Like, I would never recommend that character, Feyre, going back to Tamlin because he was toxic and was gaslighting. And he wasn't mm-hmm. really looking out for her best interests. He loved her, just not in the correct and healthy way. And she was able to find somebody who did that for her. But I'm not surprised that he saved her because I think that's the. I think that's the thing I did like about the book that it was tricky is to show, like, the love. Is not always black and white. Like he yeah. saved her because he loved her, but then also at the same time he kind of he's hurt by her and kind of spites her. And love isn't like reciprocated sometimes, you know. Yeah, and I think what he needs to grow up and realize is you can't always get what you want. Sorry, I mean it was there. I had an opening. Leave me alone. You took it and you just ran with it. <laughs> Yes. I can't believe you. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, I'm not upset about it. Um No, I, I think I kinda liked it. What did you think? Yeah. I understood. And then like he like so I thought he was gonna die, but then he like decided to leave, which was interesting. And sit in his little fairy corner to pout. Yeah. <laughs> 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 But, oh, remember, too, besides the whole Tamlin situation, before the battle, more and Feyre fighting. Yeah, they weren't getting along because Feyre, like, 
Pharaoh was like, stop, like, leading these boys on. Like, you gotta figure the, your shit out. And Moore is like, mind your business. Uh, mind your business. Right. But, yeah, so they were fighting before, and she felt bad afterwards. Like, as soon as Pharaoh and Azrael left to go save her sister mm-hmm. from that camp, um, she more, like, felt like, oh my god, what if that was, like, the last time I ever saw them? <laughs> so... I'm glad they, like, made up afterwards when she got back. And, like, she told her secret to her, and I was like, that was really sweet. I'm glad she trusts Farah that much as a friend, you know? And as a sister as well. Yeah. I do, I do kind of, like, as much as I was like, Farah, stay in your business. Like, you literally just got here 500 years after all this shit is happening, and you feel like you have a two cents to say about it. Right. But... I do like the fact that Feyre, a good friend, does hold their friends accountable. And I think so many times, not only just talk about books, but people think mm-hmm. that when you're friends with somebody, they're not supposed to do that. They're always supposed to agree with you. And I think a true friendship is tested when you call people out on their BS. And she was calling her out. And sometimes that means when you call people out on their BS, they're not going to be happy about it, of course. Like, nobody's going to be like, yay, I love this feeling. Like. No, yeah, but it's going to hurt, but... It's going to yeah. hurt. Hearing the truth rather, hurts, but... Yeah, but you would rather... I would rather hear bad news from a good friend than good news from a bad enemy. Yeah, yeah. Um, And then I do like, besides the... I do like that the book shows um, the interactions of, like, how the battle is affecting their psyches as well. So, mm-hmm. for instance, I do like seeing that Rhysand and Cassian... Like when Cassian was having his moment, his I'm sorry, Cassian is a total bruh. Like he's a bro, okay. And I do kind of like seeing that Resan and Cassian are arguing, and arguing in the sense like I guess I call it good arguing in the sense that it's not like I'm better than you and you're lesser than me. It's more of like why would you do that? Do not take your safety for granted. Like, I care for you. He just cares so much. Yeah, and I love the fact that Cassian is like, you think you, you're the only one that could just make sacrifices? Everybody here knows what you did. At least let us protect you as well. And Rhysand was like, no, but I can't stomach the thought of you guys being injured. And, and then they're like, and you think we could? Right? Yeah. So, in that part, I'm just like, shut up, Rhysand, nice. let them do this. <laughs> yeah. But... I'm looking at our notes, you guys, and Michelle has a lot to say specifically about this final battle, girl. What is it, girl? I see your notes. <laughs> so the final battle starts, and they're, like, wildly outnumbered. But, so, like, it, it's, like, you know how, like, the end game, like, the end of end game, mm-hmm. where the good guys are surrounded by all these bad guys, and then all of a sudden, these portals start opening up at in the end of the movie, and, like, all the friends come in. I felt, like, that kind of was happening in this book where like all of a sudden they are surrounded and there's no hope and then all of a sudden you see Tamlin on the hill with the um the fall court and Jurian with his human army and then you're like yeah we got we got um some backup but it was, still wasn't enough and then all of a sudden out of nowhere you see um oh my god what is his name I have it right here. Draken. They ha- so Draken shows up out of the blue with his it's- armada that he found. Okay, so I was getting a little lost with all this scene was happening. So Draken is part of the supposedly mythical creature thing that disappeared and is hiding with Miriam, right? Like he's married to Miriam. 
He's married to Mary. So yeah, there's some tea that you really have to read the book to understand what this is about. I'll try to explain it. So like Draken is an elf and Miriam was a human. Miriam was like, I think married or betrothed to Durian. Yeah, because Miriam is half fae. And then she's like, oh no, I'm actually mated to Draken. So she leaves Durian and goes to this island with Draken and she's like half (laughs) fae now. Once human, once one thing and made into another, just like her mm-hmm. sisters were. Miriam was born like that, and her her I think it was her mother was half was human, and that's why she gets in. That's why she's also, um, a little bit teethered on both sides. Yeah. But here's the thing that I thought was inter- like that I love. I love that Draken comes back and he's like, "Hey, what's up, Resan? Like, haven't seen you in a little bit." And then Resan's right. like, "Hey, what's, what's up, bro?" Yeah, like this bro moment. Right, in the middle of a battle, right? In the middle of like, a battle. Hey. He's like, how come you don't come to visit? He's like, how come you guys don't come to visit? It's a two-way street. I'm like, what are you guys, like, bickering mother-in-laws? Right, and I'm but- like, also, you can't because your island is hidden. No one can find it. And he's like, oh, yeah. About Duh. that. It worked a little too well. He's like, yeah. you because you showed us how to do that. Mm-hmm. He's like, what? But the other thing that, okay, I have a lot to say about this part, but I'm checking, looking at your notes right now, Michelle. So who teamed up with Draken? So unexpectedly, like, Draken found this armada of human ships, merchant ships, and I'm like, what? And apparently, apparently, Pharaoh's father, father found father. the queen, the lost queen, and her armada. She was like coming because, um, and so like he teamed up with her. And he named his ships after his daughter. So, like, they had, like, the Nesta, the the Feyre, and the Elaine. I was like, oh, that was really yeah, sweet. Yeah, but the Nesta's slowly burning with rage. No, <laughs> <laughs> I think that was actually a warship or something, right? It was, like, Probably. like one of the biggest ones or something. I was okay. like, ah, that's funny. Right. Okay, so here's my here are my two cents, all right? Um, okay. You tell me what you think, but I honestly think Sarah, the author, kind of forgot about the girl's father by how ooh, but I mean like ooh, plot ooh. Twist. yeah, like sorry, I'm sorry. <laughs> I feel like she honestly forgot about the dad, and I say this only because he shows up right, and it's not uh-huh. even like a tender moment at all. Like a, no. it's like he's far away, and they're like, "That's daddy," and they're like, "Who's that? That's daddy," and he's like <laughs> on this ship, and he's on Nesta, and then like. You have not Jurian, Highburn, who shows up and like he's threatens to kill the dad. And he's like, Well, you know, I forgot what they were doing, but he was like telling Nestor or something like, You need to do this, you need to come with me. And she's like, No. And then like the dad who's captured is like, Don't do it. I've always loved you, Nesta. I'm so sorry I didn't take better care of you guys. I love you. I do as much as I can. And then Highburn like breaks his neck. And I'm thinking, Wow. The author must have forgot about him because I feel like he brought him in and then she killed him off. Does he even have a name? They never name him. It's, it's just, just father. 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 She like never throughout all the books, he never named him. I'm like, Nesta, name your character. She does this to like multiple people too. I'm like, you mean Sarah? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, Sarah, the <laughs> yeah. author. Sarah, get your shit together. Right? She honestly had me throughout the whole book. I kept wondering, what happening to their dad? Where's yeah. Papa? I was Where's like, Papa? he's probably already dead. Lost at no. sea. 
I'm no. like, he just went to go grab milk. <laughs> he found the lost queen. I was like, wait, wasn't um, Lucian supposed to find the lost queen? Like, what happened to that? <laughs> yeah, okay. So, Lucian, you do see Lucian. He does come back. What the fuck happened with him? Oops, excuse my language. But really, what the fuck happened with him? <laughs> I'm like, was there even a point for him to go get her? Because apparently the father already did it. Father. And he somehow and he somehow knows exactly where everyone is and what's going on and that oh, his daughters are all fake, and that's just fine and dandy. Right? Like he didn't even have a reaction to that. He's like, I'm so Ooh. sorry I didn't take care of you. <clears throat> oh my god. And I'm like, <clears throat> Yeah, I'm like, no, like, nobody was just, he, like, even he didn't even react, he did not react to it, at least I don't remember, like, his, yeah, heavens between, like, Hybern's hands and all that, and he's like, I'm so sorry to take care of you, he, he didn't have an inkling to say, he was just like, oh, yeah, these are my kids, I'm like, but I think, too, in that moment, honestly, like, Sarah didn't have shit. to kill him, because I mean, there was she, no reason for him to I die. Mean, but, I mean, there was, because he wasn't really a necessary character. Like, he legit's been gone out of the book for True. so long. I mean, yeah. <laughs> the first time you ever heard, like, the first time you heard about him was the first book. And I think even by the end of the first book, that was the last time you really saw him. This, yeah. unless, no, the second book. It was, the, like, the beginning of the second book. After that, you don't really hear much from him, because she escapes, goes back home and all this shit. But after mm-hmm. that, like... When she goes back home, daddy's gone. So he's just... I think, honestly, he just was not a necessary character. No, yeah. And that's why she killed him again. What is he gonna <laughs> I do? say again, because, you know, she could have just killed him whenever, and it wouldn't matter. True. And then you learn all this stuff, too, with Amrin. Amrin. Ooh, sweet baby Amrin. She's not a baby. She's a grown-ass woman. But the sacrifice that she made I was just like, and that's like, the, so we talked about this earlier, like the weird part of Feyre flying around trapped in the cauldron. Okay. I was like, yeah, so Amryn, uh, after like the whole cauldron incident of uh, Feyre being trapped in it and flying around and just spectating everything. Oh, so, she- sorry, complete side note. Every time you say flying in the cauldron, why do I imagine the magic school bus? <laughs> that's funny <laughs> like that's all i just see her just cauldron like just sticking out and you know she probably wasn't even flying around because i was picturing this cauldron like baba yaga style flying around the sky and no one's <laughs> noticing it but you know i don't think that's actually what ha- i think she was just it's stuck inside it and like her psyche was just like everywhere <laughs> but i like the the picture of the cauldron flying through the sky <laughs> and like coming up behind nesta and she's like in it and i'm like nesta why don't you see this flying cauldron <laughs> she's just like a drone in the battlefield <laughs> <laughs> that's what i pictured so like it's a bird. and she just shows up to like it's 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 a cauldron? She's just like <laughs> in the sky, like the sun, like the little baby sun and the Teletubby's like, like <laughs> <laughs> It's a bird. It's a plane. No, it's a flying cauldron with Ferris stuck inside. <laughs> 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 Sorry, that's like that's what popped up was that that and then a drone and then the magic spy school bus. Yeah. <laughs> that's true. That's what happened in the book. Good. <laughs> This is canon. That's oh exactly God. how it happened. <laughs> I will fight you. 
So back at Armin, Arm, Armin, <laughs> Amrin. <laughs> he wrote Armin. <laughs> one Armin, one Armin. <laughs> okay, Armin, Amrin. Yeah. All right, so back with Amrin. So she comes back to Amrin, like pops out of the cauldron, and then Amrin's like, "Oh, J.K., I'm actually good still." And then like jumps in the cauldron and is like, <laughs> insert sacrifices herself. <laughs> Sorry, I'm like fucking book. She right? like goes, she goes into the cauldron and busts out like a blooming onion. onion. <laughs> <laughs> giving up her humanity and becoming the monster within her to proceed to desolate to desolate their army. But I love, like, I love and- that she showed this because Amrin is a character that throughout the whole series she seems kind of indifferent. Like you know she loves them, but it's kind of right. It's such an indifferent attitude towards them. And like she I would lo- kill a bitch for them. Yeah, I loved her before, but the sacrifice she made really. To end, try to end the war, a, a war, I think was a wonderful way to show the readers that Amarin's about, show the readers Amarin's truest affections, even if it was upsetting with how it yeah. happened. It was very tender, and it was like, like right before she jumped in, Varian was there, her like lover dude. Ooh, he he shows up, him. and it was like really cute because she, like, there's a nice moment of like, he like, tr- like shows that he truly loves her, and she was like, I could have experienced that love with you. And my heart just broke for them because she was actually, she wanted, she's like, I don't know, like Data from Star Trek. He can't experience emotions and stuff. And then like, I think, so like, she's not like like that, but like she, she can eventually experience it. And she wanted to do it with him. And I was like, aww. Right. So, yeah. And then, She's like destroying the armies for them and they win. But all of a sudden the cauldron is emitting this black hole. So okay. yeah, so like so at the point though, it's like but it ends up being what, this weird black hole in the cauldron? Yeah, and it's like world ending. So Reese shows up and he's just patch it up, babe, no big deal. He's like, use my power, and she's like, but I'm not strong enough. And he's like, use my power. And then so she uses his power like a battery. <laughs> Right, and, and, you know, and he's point, like this, like self-sacrifice. I'm like this motherfucker is so self-sacrificing. I'm like, I can't, I can't stand. Like, there's a point in the book with that happening. I was like, this doesn't have, this has bad juju written all over it. We're right, he has, he's not learned at all. Yeah, Cassian, his whole team. It's just like, <sighs> boy, Pharaoh. <laughs> what did you call it? You called it Pharaoh cries and just like water bending power. Right. I don't know. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> this ending of the book, I'm, I don't want to do any more because it kind of like spoils it. Right. But um, I just didn't like it. It was just fake outs and like double people, double entendres and stuff. And I'm like, okay. Yeah. And then, like, honestly. <laughs> also, where I are the queens? Like, she just they're leaves off and they're just like hanging around and shit 
they just leave. I'm like, you're not going to. Okay. They're just out in the wild now. <laughs> right. Um, I have to admit, though, I do like that Sarah, Sarah, the author, was able to show characters differently. Meaning when it came to how they would show affection towards each other, they were represented differently. Um, that I liked, but like with the character developments. But overall, I, I didn't like the ending either. I thought. Very blase. Yeah, I, I was just. I thought of... it would be more epic. It dragged. It, it dragged, dragged so much. And I was like, when is this going to end? Yeah. And I was like, That's oh, just... good. It's ending finally. <laughs> right? Ugh. But yeah, I would say. Like, the second book definitely got me interested. By this mm-hmm. third book, though, I was just like, seriously? Yeah, it was good in the beginning. I don't know. It was interesting in the beginning, but then, like, at the end, it was just, like, kind of fizzled out. Yeah. I, yeah. It just was not my favorite. And not that I say it makes me sad. It's just... It's just kind of bland. It's kind of unseasoned. Just from my perspective, I would love a good tie. There's, like, I don't know. There's so many different questions that... She leaves it so open-ended. And it, well, maybe it's because we have we have a novella, we have another book coming out. Maybe that's it. Yeah, maybe right that's now, why. Maybe yeah. it ties up better with that. As yeah, as of right now, we're just gonna treat the third book like it's the end of the series. Um, mm-hmm. I'm not happy with how it ended. Yeah. <sighs> but here's well, the wrap I, yeah. up, you guys. The wrap Got some up. questions. Yeah. So I have a question that I've been thinking about since like the battle scenes because we saw this scene where uh Rissand and another High Lord was in their beast form. So I was like, do all High Lords have a beast form? Like uh, Tamlin had? Yeah, I mean Tamlin just basically lived in beast mode. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Right. But he had like what? It was like this weird monster wolf thing. I always thought it was more of a lion, but yeah. Okay, yeah, monster lion wolf thing. And then um Tamlin, not Tamlin, Rasand has this crow bird thing. Yeah. Going on. And then there was no, there was a lion. You're right. There was a lion, but it wasn't Tamlin. It was someone else. I think it was like um let me get my High Lord list out. <laughs> um I think it was Day. I think that was Day Court. I think um, Helion, Helion had a had the lion form. Oh, okay. It was that or Theseon, which was Dawn. They were fighting side by side with each other in their beast form. That was cool. As Favor was flying over the sky. Oh, jeez. Uh. Also, another question. Yeah. Are all Rasan's tattoos bargains he made throughout his life? I was wondering I was... if there are bargains in, like, who he did them with. Like, who he made the bargains with. Because he mentioned something at the end. I was like, oh, that's interesting. Or just, like, regular tattoos. Like, the tattoos on his knees and shit. Yeah. I wonder if it's just regular tattoos or if they're all, like, bargains that he's made throughout his life. He's a gambling man. I would like to know. I'm asking that to our listeners. Uh-uh. Um... My question is, well, I see here, is, do you think the Death Lord Queen Vasa was under control by actual, the actual 
Bone Carver brothers. Oh, okay. So yeah, so Queen Vasa. Yeah. I think so I had this theory of like I think the evil guy that Queen Vasa was under control with was actually mm. the Carver's brother, the Bone Carver's brother, cuz they mentioned like the Bone Carver had a brother that was like off in a lake somewhere and she mm-hmm. was off in a lake somewhere, so I was like, "Huh, I wonder if that's like his brother." Because he had a brother and a sister, and the sister was the weaver. And, and, she, and she gone, gone. And she gone, so. I don't yeah, know. maybe. There was a lot of, like, little tidbit stories that were just kind of hard for me to keep up with. Cause it I was, was a like, lot packed in, yeah. Yeah, and then, like, overall, Michelle, what would you give rate the series, like, one through five? One being the worst, five being the best, and why? The series, the entire series? Yeah, the entire series. I'd probably give it three sips. Three sips? Yeah, because the the second book is pretty good, and I would definitely recommend it, but you kind of have to read the first one to get to the second one. Yeah. I'd give it three sips, too, because I was thinking about that, because, like, I don't write it off. I just feel like it was so... I mean, it's a young adult book, and trust me, guys, like, I'm a huge fan of young adult books, but this one was, like, legit kind of just mellow, like, melodramatic and just, not in the fun way. There was no real banter, like, you didn't see the fun Farah. it was just, like, melodramatic Farah, bossy Farah. Like, I don't know. It was just, I kind of found it boring. Yeah, this the book... End. The last, the third one, I would give two sips, probably. Ooh, yeah. Yeah. I don't think I've ever been this disappointed by a book. <laughs> um, I've been disappointed by books, but <coughs> this well, one mean, doesn't rank as, as like, bad as those ones. Well, I'm just, I should say, disappointed by the books we've read so far in this season. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, yeah. Cause... No, yeah, out of all, no. Was there? No, yeah. Yeah. This was definitely the worst one, I think. Way to start off in 2020. Let's start off with a terrible book. Yeah, but you know what? I'm so glad. I would definitely want to see if the when the fourth book comes out, if there is a fourth book, like see if it finishes up the story and then come back and see if our opinions change as well. Yeah. But other than that, that would be our wrap-up, you guys. We are officially done with A Court of Thorns and Roses series. We are done for the season, and we are done for the year. We'll see you January 2021. Right? With what, what book are we reading? We are reading The Cruel Prince. Yep. So, yeah, that'll be good. Yeah, I Hopefully. like trying... Well, right. I've heard some good things about it. I'm. It's the first Holly Black book that I'm reading ever. So it should be ever really. I've read yeah. a couple of her books. I read um one of her fairy books, like when it was like her first ones. I can't remember the title. Oh, okay. Um, but yeah, we we're gonna pick up with Cruel Prince. In January, but we'll definitely be active during December with social media. We definitely have our live show coming up, so expect that. Yeah, look out for our live show. 
I think we're gonna do it maybe like maybe the week before Christmas, but with our scheduling and all that, we're still trying to like uh put down the details of the date. But we'll yeah. let you guys know on Instagram and be promoting mm-hmm. that as well. We'd love to see you or hear from you guys. Yeah. So you know, because the season, you guys can finally catch up or you know show us or talk. Tell us about some of your. Ugh, sorry. Tell some of your friends about us. Share us who are avid readers as well if you guys want to share any other books with us to read we would love to hear your guys's opinion but other than that we are out and we will see you next year bye guys bye. <laughs>